Welcome to another episode of Info Pilgrims. I am your host, Jack May. Joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, David Dolby and Benjamin Drumgold. And boys, we had a crazy episode. Was it Was it Thursday night, right after we recorded, David? Are we talking about when I got my first pedicure of all time? Yes, did, David. Yes, I did David. just get my first pedicure, oh. and I that's why I wore sandals today. Oh, you trying to show I'm them? I'm flexing them. You I'm flexing them? them a little bit. Dude, that's dirty when you know how bad my feet get. I would not want you to go in there. Those no. Those people would be like, I'm sorry. No, we, no, 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 no. Yeah, come back later. Jesus. Oh, no, it was actually Friday night. So Friday night. Fri- well, Friday day, I should so, say. Mid-afternoon. So if our listeners don't know, David is a, a national hero, national treasure. He's everything in the book right now. Uh, on Friday, there was a crazy incident. David, why don't you explain what happened from your point of view and how it went down? Okay, to preface this. He is so excited looking. N- no, I just want to say I appreciate the adulation and everything, but to, to quote the great David C. Dolby, who fought in the Vietnam War, was a ranger, has the same name as me, no relations, also got the Medal of Honor. Not saying that I did, but he did. Um they asked him about his actions on that day, and he said, I just did what anybody would have done in that situation. Oh, my god! And that's honestly humble. how I feel. That's honestly how I feel. And I'm not just saying that for the, oh, he's trying to get the humble points. No, honestly, like, I just I just reacted in a situation where people like Jack and Ben would have done the same thing. So I was in the position at the right time. I wish we would have reacted sooner. So, Well, hold up. Before, before we go into it, because I want them to know the story, I would have not reacted the same way. I don't know if Ben would, because to be real, you kept your calm and cool and collective in that situation where I probably would have killed a man. Well, so explain, was, explain the situation okay, so they know so what's happening. that was a strange thing. And I don't want to get into too many details like I was telling Jack and yeah. Ben earlier and i really don't want it's such a strange time to be alive where you can have an event take place and because somebody has a cell phone with a camera on it within three days it's spread across the country tmz he's tmz viral folks yes nobody watches tmz anymore but i was there hey (laughs) i was on it but anyway um so it was mid-afternoon i was working at my restaurant and a man came walking in the front of the entrance clearly uh off the normal state of sobriety inebriated yeah inebriated, inebriated. In, in some level it was not Words are hard it did not s- seem alcohol related it seemed more like drugs related and i don't have a lot of experience with like some of the i don't have a lot of experience protecting my name out here yeah. i've never done meth there but we go a lot of people were saying like yeah this guy could have been methed up but the point is he walked i'm gonna be real he was a little too chunky to be methy you think so yeah well i have my own personal theory on that and i don't want to sound yeah, too yeah. crazy but i'll get into that later but uh this man walked in and uh, he was clearly agitated and uh, not in the right mental state to be around other people. Yeah. And he was yelling a lot of things. And the big, th- the big reason I want to explain this event on our podcast and everything is just because I know so many news outlets will try to control the narrative and they'll twist it. And I've already seen it be twisted. And it's not really something that needs to be twisted, but it fits so perfectly into today's current like stream of information that it's like it's no wonder why this went viral because it's so perfect for everybody to latch on to that being said this man walks in he is he's a little bit off jack just adjusted my microphone thank you jack he has the technical skills but uh i'm not gonna yell at you again because i felt no, bad after jack listening did. To he him. sent me a late night text message he apologized and i was like oh i didn't even know man Oops, like, sorry about that guys yeah but anyway um he was yelling a lot of different things and i will say that he brought up trump's name another interesting fact is he brought up elon musk's name 
Oh, and, I didn't hear that yeah. part. Well, that was before the video that they showed. <laughs> yeah. He was talking something about Elon Musk. So I was like, okay, this guy watches the news, I guess. Like, he knows <laughs> the buzz names and everything. But nobody's going to be like... And I'm not even going to get into the political... Because I think that is... Uh, a tra- travesty to take this event and turn it political. Yes. But I'm just saying nobody's going to be saying like, well, Elon Musk, you have people calling out your name that are white supremacists. The fact is this man was filled with a lot of hate. He was filled with a lot of darkness. And I think that evil takes many different shapes and sizes in the world. And the shape that it took with this man was, uh, you know, white supremacy and violence and everything. And uh, anyway, he was clearly, he was clearly off and he was uh, acting very erratically. And as it, Somebody like I am, I enjoy excitement. I enjoy danger. I'm kind of one of those guys, like if there's a car accident, I, I want to be the first person over there just because it's wired in me. It's not like yeah. something I I want to be. It's just how I am. It's because he's a hero, folks. No, it's just because some people are wired to just want to be near the fire. Like they want to get close to the fire and they don't care if they're going to get burned. So I was there and I was like, okay, hopefully I get to, you know, mess with this guy a little bit. But at the same time, I didn't want to be the first person to jump on him. Mm-hmm. And looking back on it now, I always analyze my decisions. I'm like, okay, what did I do wrong? And we should have intervened sooner so that my coworker would not have been hit like she was, which if anybody's seen the video, they saw her get smacked. But um, Hard. he was he was acting very strange. Dude, that was a top 10 slap of like life. Yeah. It was, I've never it was seen a, a slap yeah, that crazy. It was bad. And uh, yeah, it was unexcusable, unforgivable. But he was he was acting in a way that it was clear that he was not in his right mind. Yes. And he was saying things that were very aggressive and very dark. It was like everything he said, there's nothing there's just no Bob Ross. He was not like encouraging people. He was not saying like, Hey, how are we doing today? Dude, Every, no Bob Ross. <laughs> that's literally two extremes. This guy and Bob Ross. Yeah, they, I'm just saying he was on the opposite spectrum of Bob Ross. Yeah. And so you knew like whatever was controlling his operating system was very evil, very yes. dark. And at one point, he got down on the ground. He started talking about everything like that he was going through. He was going in and out of like being conscious there and being, I don't know. You know how people say when you're drunk, you tell the truth. Yeah. Well, I feel like when you're high on certain substances, the real things that are running your brain take over. Yeah. Mm. And you become a spokesperson for what those real mechanisms are. Like if somebody's super hungry, they might, like if they're starving, they might be able to have an open conversation with you. But if they suddenly became under the influence of some kind of drug, they'd be like, oh, I just want to eat everything. Oh, yeah. I want to eat your, I, I want to eat your legs. Or, you know, whoever. Yeah, what yeah, I would yeah. say, like, you get it. Like, Crazy, but the, yeah, I get the, it. The, this, this takes over. Like, we have our conscious mind that interfaces with other people. And then we have our primal mind that's in the background, yes. kind of pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. And when your primal mind takes control and it's very evil, you know, like, you've given yourself up to the dark and the hate. The filter has been removed. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And so he was spouting off some crazy stuff. He was spouting off some very racist things. And I want this, I want this to be clear. I don't deny that there's racism in this country. And I don't deny that there's some, there's some groups of people who honestly believe that the color of their skin gives them value and devalues other people. Mm. That's real. I don't think that that is morally accepted, like, across the wide spectrum of America as and okay. I'm not going to get into this right now. No, no, I get I, I'll keep going with the, with what happened. So he gets down on the ground. He starts disrobing himself and then 
he exposes a tattoo that was very racist. It was a swastika tattoo on his chest. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, he's Aryan nation and whatnot, which is in the video. He moves up and he slaps a woman. And that's when, after he slaps a woman, I, I was pretty close. So I moved in right away. Like he was attacking her. And in that moment, the weirdest thing was like, okay, I remember moving in and I remember grabbing him. But that was all a blur. That was like David shut off. And it was like whatever primal was behind David mm -hmm. turned tuned in. And the weird thing for me, I was not angry. I was not excited. I was not like, there was no emotion. It was like very just neutralized threat, neutralized threat. Mm. And of course, I looked at it after I was done. I was like, that was a pretty sad chokehold. <laughs> so so that, I was going to ask you about that. So after that went down, I you can obviously see that you're taking blows that guys are trying to land on him. Yeah. But they're landing on you. Yeah. And I was just like, I look at that chokehold and like, was all the events that's happened in the recent like months, did that pop in your head? Like, oh, I can't put him in a, a extreme chokehold because I might damage him. No. And maybe it would be like more, I could defend myself by saying, yeah, I was just worried about choking him. But no, I was literally just like, it happened. Boom, boom, boom. You're down on the ground. You have what you have with this guy. And in that moment, I tried to make the best of what I could. I did realize that that bar, like the people at the bar yeah. knew the bartender, who was the woman that got hit. They loved her. Like yeah. the people that come to the bar at two o'clock in the afternoon. The regulars. They like the bartender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is not like a bunch of guys out for a Friday night trying Jeez. to party. These are like people who are like, yeah. That's I'm, like a friend to them. Yeah. yeah. So you see your friend get hit like that. Add on to the fact that she's a woman. Add on to the fact that this guy is clearly full of hate and just evil. Like you're going to want to mess this guy up. So like in our today's climate, I was very surprised at... And I, I'm not saying it was needed, but like th there was not a lot of aggressive acts. Once you put them in a chokehold, do you feel like you controlled that situation? And that's why it kind of calmed everyone else down and they just shouted their anger at him? Well, yeah, I had him like he wasn't going anywhere. By and the way, have you been tested for AIDS? Because there was a lot of blood coming out of that guy. <laughs> I'm kind of winging it right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're going to sterilize these mics. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, after I, I pulled him down, he wasn't going anywhere. And then my buddies, my coworkers, they, they wrapped his arms up real quick. Cause, okay, so I knew he had a bunch of rings on his hands because I had seen him before. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not trying to take some of these rings to the face because I yeah. know that would just cut me open. And I knew he was swinging at me because I got hit a couple times. No damage to the moneymaker, clearly. The face yeah, is yeah, intact. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... They, he started swinging at me, but my two buddies that were working with me, they were right there, and they grabbed his arms real quick. So they pulled his arms they back. They good tactics sitting on the arms. Yeah, So because you just got to control the limbs, yep. control the extremities. And I had him by the neck, so he wasn't going anywhere. And I was putting pressure on him. He was still saying just hateful things. Yeah. So I was like, in my mind, I was like, should I just kind of choke him out so he can stop night. saying this? Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, and this is this is no credit to me or whatever. This is just like the whatever's running behind me taking over. I was like, okay, this guy is no longer a threat to anybody. I'm not going to brutalize this man. I'm, yeah. And I really think... Because you become the bad guy in that situation. Yeah. And, and this is key because everybody wants the righteous indignation. And yeah. people want to say like, oh, we should just break his face. We should kill him and everything. And justifiably so. Like mm -hmm. if I saw my mom get hit like that, I would want to kill that person. Definitely. At the same time, and this is interesting, as a God-fearing man, as a Bible-reading man, I was reading through Romans 12. And in the end of Romans 12, it says, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And there's this idea that's like... When there's evil in the world, yes, neutralize the evil, but never take it upon yourself to be the judge of that. Like, never, like, repay that with That's violence. Good. So I took him down. He was not going to hurt anybody else. 
that is not the time to start beating on his face, yeah. you know, because then you become the thing you're fighting. Mm. Even though you could say you're justified, you're still becoming, because it's not in our place to That's really do all that judgment. So, and I had my, the owner of the place was there and he was saying, you know, don't hit him, don't hit him, you know, get off of him. Basically the cops are on their way. Cause he's seeing dollar signs and something. Well, yeah, whatever the case, like, and I got to give props to him cause he was right there too. Yeah, and, I, and, uh, how but, long did it take for them to get there? How long were you holding him down there? I think probably like eight to 10 minutes. Yeah. And Dang, then, dude, that's gotta be exhausting. Well, I mean. I was just laying down, so I was comfortable. Uh, I mean, he, he looked <laughs> rather large compared to you. Yeah. I'd say probably 250. Soft. And, and you got to be, Soft what, body. 160, 175? Pure muscle ladies. I'm one. Oh, wait, never mind. Can't say ladies anymore. He's taken. Taken. 163. Sorry. With sorry. clothes on. Sorry, David. <laughs> I got you covered. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It is. It has been interesting because it's just weird to be part of a viral thing, and it's not yeah. something I ever wanted. But then I'm like, oh, if I'm given a platform, should I try to use it for good? But the point is, I don't want to talk to any news outlets because I really want to join Good Morning America. I want, like, I want to be next to Ellen DeGeneres, and I want oh, to be. You ne- no, be you don't. No, you don't. Not I don't know why that. What's going on with her? <laughs> Apparently, she abuses her employees. Okay, well. Not a good, pl- not a good platform. Either way, right I just want to get on there and be. You like, want Oprah? That's right. You Oprah, told Oprah. Yeah, and I want to be like, let's talk about Building Seven, because <laughs> David, I, our ever conspiracy. Yes, I would love it. He'd be like, yeah, I took down this guy. I was holding them for. T- Do you remember what happened in Building Seven? <laughs> All you see is Oprah like do the yeah, cut it. Speaking cut it. of which, the lizard people. He would come back they? and be like, guys, I was on Oprah. And we'd never see it. No, <laughs> no, we wouldn't. Deleted episode. Yeah. So we had a whole topic set up for this week, but I felt like this was a good thing for us to talk about. Obviously, there's a lot of systematic uh, inequalities right now. Yeah. A lot of indignation, a lot of hate just going around. And I, I feel like talking about the way you handle the situation is something that should be discussed more now. Like you see people in these streets, they're just angry and they're just acting out. This guy walking in with his pants down saying terrible things to women and stuff. It's just all this anger is built up and... I think if we have more people act the way you do, and I know I'm just keep saying, David, you're a hero, but I really want you to get through your head that what you did not only showed me that we can resolve all these issues in America with peace, but we can do it also by not hurting another person. And I appreciated that. Well, uh, Robert was telling me because I was talking Robert's about Robert's his brother. Yeah, David he was, always throws these names out. People like people know. know them. But he was telling me he's like, dude. I mean, I think if you're going to talk about it, the one thing that was kind of cool was on TMZ, your face was blurred out, but your tattoo was showing. And the tattoo that I got when I was in the military, it said men on the wall. And it was because my dad was like, yeah, we need the men on the wall, you know, to defend the country. And so I had my men on the wall tattoo. And it's just like, I'm... I like I, said, I I downplayed my own thing because I just felt like I was doing what I was supposed to do in the moment, and I was mm. blessed to have the to have the courage and the right time in the right place, mm. and the physical abilities. Do your push-ups, hit That's arm right. day all day, every all day. day. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, how you could hold for eight minutes. But you know, the point is, if there's a bad situation, you can always think somebody else is going to take care of it. But just be the person that's actually taking care of it. But do it in the right way. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. There's never, don't dissipate from those facts. Yeah, I and do, like. and don't think your your own righteous indignation is justified. Yes, because that will just become a never-ending cycle of eye for an eye. Fighting anger with anger is yeah. not the right way. 
and and that's key and i think that's something that's against human nature and i think that's something that's very rooted in like believing in a higher calling and people will say like no you can buy into that without believing in god and everything all i'm saying is i like to get spiritual with this mm-hmm. i've dealt with somebody like this guy before where somebody just spews out pure vile evil mm-hmm. like this guy his brain has just switched to like evil mode like you're in veteran mode in, or all madden mode but yeah. all of a sudden you're in evil mode so you're just saying the worst things you can say and i don't think it was a fluke experience that he was saying racist things i think this guy had been in racist a racist group i think he was part of a you don't ra- get a swastika unless you've been in one. yeah <laughs> and i think he i think he had friends and i think he has a network and everything i think that's a real thing um but what i'm saying is the the line between good and evil is very clear and i get that line from what i've been raised and what i've read in the bible definitely and how you have to live selflessly and love others as you love yourself and love god more than anything and uh yeah you will see what happens when people stop living for others and stop living for god mm. and like eventually down the road we all become this demonically possessed man if we don't ascribe to the right way and he's just like the extreme version of how America has been at a lot in the last, I'd say a hundred years or whatever, where people have like their comfortable morals, but at the end of the day, they're serving something that's not pure. And, uh, yeah, you just have to, you have to get your mind right and you have to really aggressively go to the right side. Yeah. So question for you on, you know, you say when, uh, the event happened and you felt like, you just had to go into uh, neutralize the threat. Um, do you feel like that was part of your military training? Uh, I mean, a little bit. I mean, th- when you join the Ranger Regiment, which is what I was in, you're surrounded by a group of guys that are kind of like-minded. Like, if you're in a fantasy football club, mm-hmm. everybody that you're around likes sports. Yeah. When, you, when you get into Ranger Regiment, you're around a bunch of guys that are like, where's the action? I want to be part of the action. Yeah. So it keys into that. It trains on, like, one of your traits. So mm-hmm. it build, it encourages that mindset of, like, be the first to be there, be the first to react. Yeah. I mean, I they definitely didn't teach me that chokehold because that yeah. was not a very effective chokehold. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying, like, they, they did foster the attitude of, like, there there's action be there like be the orchestrator of the action don't be a witness to it yeah so you know um you mentioned that like it was just kind of like a a subconscious thing that you you went into of you know you're not gonna you don't want to hurt him but you just want to um i can't remember what you said like neutralize yeah Yeah, stop the situation yeah Yeah. yeah, you you didn't want to you know you weren't there to take him down or you know kill him or what or whatever right um, even though you may have wanted to, um, like, what is, what's that feeling like? What is it? You know, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the feel like feeling like what, what makes you, um, go there. Cause in our minds, I'm like, I'm just swinging, I'm swinging or I'm, uh, I'm taking them out. Yeah. Like, right. Like what, what would train you or, or how do you consciously work on yourself to be like, you know, um, I've taken the concealed weapons class, yeah. you know, and all those kind of things. And, you know, they're like, if there's a threat, you know, you, you're not shooting to neutralize the threat. You're shooting to kill, mm. like, because you don't know what's next. You right. Know? So what is it like? We got to neutralize. We don't, we don't want to, um, I don't, it's end. hard. It's hard to say because I can only say like when I had him in the hold and when I was down on the ground, 
I was just perfectly calm and I don't know why I was just, I was at ease with the situation and there was no, like, I didn't feel the adrenaline spike. I didn't feel rage. I didn't even really, I wasn't even thinking about like what he had just done. Mm -hmm. All I was thinking about was like, all right, he's down now. We have him. Like Mm -hmm. what's next? Let's get him handcuffed. Let's get him out of here. Did you feel like this is another human being while you were? Well, and that, and that's another thing I knew that, he was not in his sober mind and I don't want to excuse the things that he did. Yeah. But I, I do want to be like, okay, you know, if you have this belligerent person who's not acting like a rational human being, do you just take out all your anger on him for what he's done? Or do you control him and then let, you know, the process work its way. And I, and see, that's a tough thing because at the same time I see what he did and I watch the video. I'm like, that guy, that's an awful thing to do. Yeah. And and even if he's off like his rational state, inexcusable, inexcusable. And if it, and that was somebody that, you know, like my mom, I would just want to destroy him. But even saying that, if that was, I don't think I would have, like, if that was my mom that got hit, I can't say that I would have done anything different yeah. because when I entered into that headspace, it was all just calm. And I'm not saying it was from me. I feel like that was, was your from subconscious above. taking yeah. hold. And basically. I, I think it was like, okay, I've been reading through the judges in the old Testament and it talks about the Holy spirit filling people and they're doing stuff. And I just mm-hmm. feel like that's what happened to me and like, be open to that. Be, be desire that in your own life. So like, it's, it's funny. You're bringing up all these, these spiritual teachings that you've, you're living your life by and, and using in this situation. So it baffles me when we see other Christians living this life, like in, in these situations, going to the other extreme saying, Oh, well, this guy, he spited me, so I spited him back. So it's like, for me, I feel like that's something we we need to be discussing as Christians is like, why do we feel the need to spite someone if they spite back when they're situ- we can handle situations the way David did? Mm-hmm. And I know we're we're just heaping praise on David, but I was so proud. Like, I, yeah. I'll be real. I teared up because I was like, David handled that situation that made us Christians look intelligent and willing, <laughs> willing to, you know, assess the situation before taking drastic measures. Yeah. He could, David could have easily probably killed this guy with his bare hands. Let's be real. He's a ranger and that's the possibility he could have done, but he handled it. He, he just held the guy down for eight minutes, basically did the police's job for him until they arrived. <laughs> no, no I comment. thought, I no thought that was it. David just is like, yes. Give well, it no, no. I, <laughs> and I feel bad. Cause no. I mean, I mean like, but it's, if I know you don't I feel did. bad. You did the right thing. And yeah. I, I, I don't want you to ever feel bad for, taking the praise for it because you did a good thing, dude. Here's what I, and I appreciate that. And here's what I'll say. Like you're born on this earth, you're a human being and people outside of Christianity have realized like that's an automatic death sentence. Like Mm -hmm. you're born, you're going to die. Also you're born, you're going to do something messed up to somebody else Yeah, because we all do. Mm -hmm. Like we all can, if we all look back in our lives, we're like, wow, I did that to that person and I didn't know I was doing that at the time, but that was pretty messed up. Like we've all done bad things to each other and we know that's inside of us. So when we're, when we're relating to other people, we have to be like, I can't continue the cycle. You have even, to see them even, as a person. Yeah, yeah. Even if they deserve it, I have to understand that I also deserve it. Well, it, yeah. it's just so crazy. Looking at the situation, everything that's happened in the past six months, there's been two sides on everything. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, hey, 
If you don't think my way, I hate you. Hey, if you don't think my way, I hate you. But looking at the comments of every post on this, it's like, no, that guy handled the situation right. That sexy curly-headed guy was <laughs> taking him down. Wow. I saw that so many times. <laughs> Tori's like, look, David got another compliment for being sexy. And I was wow. just like... And I was like, everyone, there, there's no p- person who says the way you handled it was wrong. And I, I just appreciated that because I was like, that's my bro. He's handling yeah. the situation correctly. And I want to just give credit outside of myself. Like, if you see somebody react in a way that everybody can approve of and that person is saying, hey, this is not me. This is because of what I believe in. Yes. Give that belief some credit mm-hmm. because most people, okay, and even me, if I was not in the mind space that I am, would have reacted differently and say like I would have beat that guy's face and people would have been like that was justified mm-hmm. but at the same time you would have the haters on yeah because they would be like he handled that wrong yeah because yeah. he's a Christian that's the first yeah. thing yep. they find out how do we get co-host of Info Pilgrims Live <laughs> takes down threat <laughs> on oh, I already put yeah. it on so I went on Reddit and just started posting it everywhere I love it. I love it. I was like, this is this man needs to be applauded. And, and honestly, a lot of that has just to do with the fact that everybody has a cell phone and yeah. Yeah. the social media is waiting for clickbait stuff like oh, white yeah. supremacy. And one of the things that I saw spread a lot was like the white privilege aspect of this. And I'm not oh, here his, to... His bond being yeah. at $500. And, they and I can't it. speak on all that. I mean, I heard it was... The reason why his bond was low is because oftentimes when they want to check somebody into jail, they just get the default, like yep. get them in and then we'll deal with it. Yeah, because they, they upped it to 100000 what I'll say is nobody at that restaurant thought his behavior was acceptable. Nobody. Yep. And the difference between people who acted and didn't act was not based on the color of his skin. It was just based on the fact of like who wants to be there when the fire starts and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that's the bigger problem in America. And I, I understand like this guy has tattoos and he has a community and he has like people that are that are supporting his racist ideology and that's something that needs to be dealt with. But his connection with Trump. Well, I'll just say this on the political sphere. Obviously a white supremacist is not going to vote for Joe Biden, but the reason for that is because the teams have been decided for you. And to, to make this all about Trump and what he's done to America is to miss the actual problem. The problem is people are giving into evil more than they're trying to be good. And until they realize that, then we'll just continue to get into our own sides and hit women. I love this. Ben, what did you have? So I, I just want like a little bit of feedback and um, questioning because so a lot of um, people today and uh, a lot of the um, younger people are all about uh, gender equality and um, whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> so my my question in this is so a lot of the things that you read and um, you know, I can't believe he would hit a woman. I can't believe those yeah. kind of things. So my, my question is, is how can people today say, oh my goodness, I can't believe he would hit a woman. Mm. But at the same time, they'll say, I can't believe you would hire a man instead of a woman or, or you yeah. know, like those kind of things where when it comes to violence, like, you know, I, I, I'm just going to say out there, you never I, I mean, never you can hit a woman, but at the same time, thank you, Ben, for clarifying yes, that. Clarifying that. <laughs> I mean, dangerous for a while there. Yeah, it was. We're about but it. I'm just like, I'm just like, I mean, are are we? Uh, is it a slippery slope? I mean, so like, I think that in in society, and this is this could endanger the podcast, but I'm gonna try to tread very carefully because this is a topic that's always gonna be hard to talk about. Um, whether we 
as a society admitted as at all, most men think of women as the weaker sex that we need to protect. Yeah. It's always going to be a mindset. I don't think that's something we can break. Okay. I think that, you know, throughout life, throughout the hist- uh, span of history, it's always been men first, men this. And that's that's the issue that inequalities, uh, I mean, the equality people are fighting is it's like it's a mindset generations back. Like, hey, men did this. Men did everything. Men yeah. went to war. Men men are police officers. Men men do are firefighters. Women can't be firefighters. They can't drag a 150-pound like, man. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's this systematic way of thinking that they're going to always have to fight. So in situations like this, it's old school way of thinking. It's like, oh, he hit a woman. That's You can't do that. Mm-hmm. But I think in this situation, I feel like David would act the same way if it was a guy who got hit the way. Am I wrong? I would have jumped on him either way. Right, David, uh, you you were circling this guy. You were waiting for him to make I a wanted, move. Yeah. Let's be real. Well, you were you were expecting a move. To I be totally say. honest, yeah. And I I told this to one of the people. I was like, hey, that was awesome what you did. I was like, to be honest, I was just tired of bringing ketchup packets to tables. <laughs> like I don't want to just I want to have some excitement. But I think it's like okay, sports has been very stats driven recently because mm-hmm. of the internet and the ability to do studies and like crunch numbers and everything. And uh, one of the things that's come up like in the NBA is like shoot more threes because you have a higher percentage of more points. And that's kind of dictated the way the NBA has gone. And one thing in science that has happened on paper and everything or in the, in the studies is like, Hey, give women the same rights as men. And it's confusing to see how that plays out in society, like with employment Mm. and wages and everything. Mm. But the, the motivating um, emotional component is treat women with the same amount of respect as you treat men. Mm. And it gets convoluted with the idea that women are the same as men. And it's not saying that women are less than men or men are greater than women. It's just, they are different. And you have all these studies on paper and it sounds great. Like women should be the same as men. Mm -hmm. And that's true. And then you have a woman get hit by a man and you know, that's not right. And the reason it's not right, it comes down to like the biological definitions of our roles on this earth. And you can't get away with that. Like you can't get away from the fact that women bear children, men do not. And because women bear children, historically, it has set them back from like physical mm. advance or whatever the case. For whatever reason, men are typically known for more muscle mass and everything. But the fact of the matter is we have men and we have women today. And the majority of men could outfight the majority of women on average base. Obviously, there's Ronda Rousey who could kill listen, any listen, of one of us. Let's, let's avoid that altogether. I think that the my, my best way to describe this is when I was on working for the sheriff's office and I would be processing the inside of a crime scene. There is no men out there that I would feel more safe guarding the perimeter of a crime scene than the women. And I say this because I, it's frustrating seeing the inequality that they get on right. a force like that or the, mm-hmm. uh, the firefighters. There's f- women firefighters. I trust them dragging me out of a building more because for me, women have this instinct where I, I think women are better protectors mm-hmm. than yeah. men are. And I think that there's, I have not seen a job that women can't do that men do. Mm. And I'm not saying women have like the laundry, the long lingerie league for football. Like they can play football. They can do this. They're not going to play on the same level as men because these men are bigger, stronger, and they could potentially damage these women. But I, I'm so sick of saying like, seeing people like, Oh, women can't do this. Like women can't be firefighters. That's my biggest issue. I don't get that. My sister was a firefighter. Yeah. I think, you know, women have the, uh, uh, I would say, you know, a uh, uh, majority of women have a natural nurturing yeah. uh, tendency. So um, that 
in itself is protecting. Yeah. Um, when it comes to a child, when, you know, uh, you know, like they have, um, imagine trying to take a child away from a mother. I mean, they just yeah. go, no, no. you know, crazy. Mother bear. Exactly. Yeah, so a, there's a nat- natural yeah, example. Of that. You know, so, and as a, as a man, you know, we try to protect, you know, um, a, a woman yeah. just because, you know, that's, that's just how our DNA has been formed. Yeah. You know, to, generations to, have taught us. Yeah, to, yeah. Exactly. I'm not and saying it's right. It's right. Absolutely. And there's, you know, women out there who protect and, you know, all those kind of things, but it's just, um, you know, I, 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 I don't, I'm so sorry. You're good. <laughs> um, it's just, you know, funny to me how, uh, situations like that. I, I love how, um, you guys have explained that. And yeah. I, I, for, I'll be real. Like I am not an expert. I, I don't know very much about the feminist movement. I, I do believe that in, inequality is a huge thing. It's not Absolutely. just a race issue. You see women yeah. who are, I mean, shoot, my whole unit was women when I worked at the sheriff's office and they, they were looked down upon. It would be, I'd be the first one to get the good cases yeah. because I was a man mm-hmm. and that pissed me off. Like, yeah. sure. I, I was happy. I got the good cases, but like, it pissed me off. Like, they have been working harder. They've been there longer. Yeah. They have more experience, but yet they give it to me because I'm a man. So yeah. like I see it. It's a real life experience that happens. I, I just think I'm not as well versed, but I definitely think that any woman could do any job um, with the right motivation, just mm-hmm. like a man. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way for me to describe it. I don't know how you guys think. I would say that society will dictate value systems on men and women based on their gender in all sorts of different ways, and yeah. it will never be right. No, but as, it's the same thing with racism. As an individual, get your own value right on your own, and society is going to be society, mm. and they're not always going to be right. And and move like move in the direction of change to where you think is right, but be sure you have the right goal. And just get have that self assurance in your. Don't look for the outside to define you because mm. they will always define you wrong. And if you let them define you, you'll fall prey to whatever they want to define you as. I love it. So I love how that this podcast has been kind of we've been kind of all over the place, but I yeah, felt like it's a lot of issues. So a lot of like yeah, but I feel like you know I wanted to highlight what you did because personally I thought it was cool and I wanted everyone to hear about it. And um, but I just I feel like it's a interesting podcast where we can talk about how a Christian handles, you know, a situation mm-hmm. going down to gender inequality, trying to understand what happens behind the scenes. I, I think this was a pretty good podcast. What do you guys think? What do you, you have any other comments or thoughts? David's going through. I, I, uh, open, the, I open the gates. <laughs> I mean, building seven. <laughs> I feel like, th- like but, that's going to be on David's tombstone. What yeah, happened at building seven? Can we talk about that? But no. Um, yeah. You know, wait, has there been something new? Well, just the college university came out with college university. Dude, that was a long time ago, though, I wasn't know, it? But it's not gained any traction the news cycle. And of course it wouldn't. But uh, I'm not going to get into that right you now. You know That's why? The, it's because that explosion in Beirut. That was insane. Mm-hmm. And, and I justifiably so. So did that just explode because like they had munitions right next to their explosions? There's a lot of things that come out. And this is the thing about today. Whatever information you get is coming digitally, and you yeah. always have to be like, "Is that real?" Take is it with a grain real? of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. But I don't think those were fireworks. But no matter what they were, I don't think it was like an intentional attack or anything. Who's they, to say? They said that's the biggest expl- non-nuclear explosion that we've ever seen. It was massive. That that was the craziest. I think it's not cool. I, I, I have to choose my words carefully. That wedding photography 
Did you guys see that? With the woman getting the... She's getting yeah. her wedding videos done, and you see the explosion, and you see her start running and stuff. Yeah. It was... Well, it was the definition of 2020. Just how crazy the, this... The crazy thing about today is, and this is irregardless of whether something is tragic or not. Yeah. Things that happen can be recorded digitally and can be spread across the whole world mm-hmm. within like 48 hours. Hence your video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're in a crazy mm-hmm. time just in the human history. Like, this is wild. Wow. You can't get... A, I think that like you look at... Again, we're going in different directions today. But like you, you can't get away with cheating the same way you could 15 years ago because of digital. It's just like all these things you can't do now because you, you're on video no matter what you do. Yeah. Someone's going to pull a video out if you do something crazy. And it does seem like, we okay, we as humans... Video, they're going to pull a camera out. Jack, good Lord. We have, this, we have this thing in life where we have to define what happens to us. And one of the things that I've learned through like lectures that I've listened to and everything is people's goals will define what they see in the world. Mm. And a great example is like, if you ever played the punch buggy game, if you ever play the punch buggy game where you see a Volkswagen bug and you punch somebody, whenever you see it, you will see so many more punch bug Volkswagen bugs around where you live. So whatever your goal is, that's where you'll see things. Mm. And whatever happens outside in the individual's life, their mindset will define what they're seeing. So have the right mindset Mm. because it will determine what you see. I think that's good. And boys, Great podcast. I'm just so happy to be back with you guys. I don't know what it is, but there's just I feel good to be behind a mic again. Let's get Jack a pedicure. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I don't think anyone will accept my feet, dude. We'll find somebody. They've been beat up one. so much. Yeah. Alright, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, check out all our new content on infopilgrims.com. And until next week, let's make America think again. <laughs>